This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, 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 always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're just going to get right into it. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Before we get into another, as I warned you, wacky, wonderful situation involving Bills and Chiefs in the playoffs, even though this playoff game was not in Kansas City. It was up in Buffalo. But my man Harry Douglas, Bills Mafia and Harry Douglas are now best buds, BFFs. Taylor Swift and Patrick Mahomes' wife have nothing on the new friendship that has been involved that started this weekend because Harry Douglas, he was there before, during, and after the game hanging out with Bill's Mafia. Yeah, and it all started on Saturday, Freddie, when I landed. I said, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm, I'm really, really hungry before I watch this Ravens game, right? Mm-hmm. Ravens versus Texans. So I go order me some chicken wings from downstairs. Uh, let me, I go order some buffalo wings. There you, you go. Get correctly. it right. Yeah, you can't Order say me some buffalo wings. wings. Mm-hmm. And I said, ma'am, do you mind if I get some ranch dressing? She said, baby, you're so handsome. You can have whatever wow, you want. Wow, look at that. I said, well, thank you, because I was told that I can't ask for blue cheese. She said, nope, nope, nope. We'll get you your ranch. Now, we said you couldn't ask for blue cheese. We said that having blue cheese on the wings may not – Having ranch in the wings may not be a good idea up in Buffalo. That yeah, was but, told to you. But but a lot of people lied to me because everywhere <laughs> I ordered chicken wings, we was having such a great time. They just gave me my ranch. It was like wow. like one person gave me like last night. A bartender gave me a look like hmm, you know. Then, right. then, then she she just gave me the ranch. Just okay. gave me the ranch. Okay. But man, I I, I got to give a shout out to this one bar. It's called Potter's Field. Okay. And we went there before the game yesterday. So we're in there, man. And you know the, the the owner, Bobby, and his wife, man, just treated all of us with the with the utmost respect. And, you know, they feed me and everything, right? So I said, you know what? We all going to take a shot, baby, before we leave here. Everybody in here. Okay. How many people Everybody. in the bar? How many people uh, it was, in there? It was a lot. Okay. All right. The, the tab came up to about 180. Okay. Look at you. But that's fine. Man of the people. That's fine. I love you gotta, that. You, and you got to be for the people. You have to be for the people, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. And then we we got into the stadium. I went up to Daquan um, Jones's box, and his wife was phenomenal and nice, and everyone in there. And then I left and went to my buddy Billy's box. Okay. And boy, Billy box was jumping like some jumping jacks. Okay. It was live in there. And, you know, the little tequila shots continued on. I'm surprised they, you're here. They continued on. I'm surprised was, you're here. I was going to say, you got a little you got a little party voice, Harry. You yeah, sound, you do. You sound a little yeah. like you, 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 know, you, you went you, after you're like, you're, No, 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 no. You don't have no, your low timbre. That's a little bit. No, 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 no. You don't have your low timbre. You got your, hey, it was good kind of party there. That's what you got right there. <laughs> little horse. You got that, yeah. Brother Dale, you already know that. You see me with my tea and my honey and my lemon in my throat coat. You see this, Brother Dale. You know what time it is. The Post Bills Mafia weekend hangover drink. That's what you got right now. Listen, Bills Mafia, I love y'all. That's all. Like, listen, and, and, and I got an opportunity to understand how bad they're actually hurting, Freddie. Oh, my goodness. Like, when I mean Bills Mafia, those people are hurting right now. As soon as Bass missed that field goal kick, yeah. it's like the air sunk out of everyone. Like, it, it really did. And I heard a little boy walking out of the stadium saying, 
we're never going to win a championship. Wow. Like, I'm like, dang. How old, it, how, old, it was how, how old was he? He had to be like 10 or 11 years old. He thinks his life is over as a Bills fan yeah. already at 10 years of age. Yep. But, but just wow. the disbelief and the exhaustion yep. on all of the fans' face. Like, here we go again. We've allowed Kansas City off the hook another time. Mm-hmm. But this time it was at our home stadium. Yep. Wow. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Let us know at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call line. Is the Super Bowl window for the Buffalo Bills closed, especially for that 10-year-old? Let us know at 888-729-3776. I know we're going to get to the game. Harry, did, just by – I'm just looking at the Zoom. Do, do you yeah. have the T in a Pyrex measuring cup? He does, doesn't no, he? No, 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 no. So this, my, my baby girl, this is a Father's Day gift. It says oh, okay, Dad, and it says my hero because I'm nice. my baby girl's hero. That's a lot different than what I just said, but I swear yeah. it looks like a Pyrex measuring there cup from the, from the outside. her hero. Yeah, just, just I'm, I'm my baby girl's hero. Yes, you are. Drinking out of the glass. But, but no lie, I didn't actually, I didn't go hard in Buffalo like I had intended to because I was also being mindful that I had to do shows this week. Good idea. Good idea. See the long picture. I had cutoff points. I really did. I had cutoff points. And the grateful show is thankful when it comes to both of us together as far as that goes. But there's plenty of gratitude in Kansas City because they kept warning people, we ain't afraid of those Buffalo Bills playing at home field. As with Josh Allen. Who's the, who's the um, for the second string you're going to have in your, in your place? Is that, does that make it sting just a, a lot more? Here, there, doesn't matter. Losing sucks. I don't know what else to say. I don't think it's a big change. I think it's just, again, we've got to find a way to score one more point than they do. And every season, if you don't win, it's, it's a failed season. That's the nature of the business. It's one happy team at the end of the season, really. And when it's not you and you're so close, it just it sucks. There's no doubt in my mind yesterday, and you were there watching the game, and I'm not going to make any excuses. But for about three and a half quarters, he's the best player in the field when it comes to Josh Allen. Yep. Here's not making excuses for him. How about give the Chiefs defense and their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, a little bit more credit for making adjustments in the second half? Because the running game, and Josh Allen was a part of that, and the passing game, that was working in the first half. They literally were going up and down the field at times on a Kansas City defense that had not allowed anybody to score more than 20 points on them so far this season. They didn't allow anybody to get close to 25, 30 points. And Buffalo was trending that way. I'm not going to say that he had to raise his game and he should have raised his game. And I'm not going to blame the field goal kicker. I know he had one job. But let's keep it real when it comes to Josh Allen. He made play after play after play. And I think that the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, said, you know what, midway through the third quarter, take me in the running game, Josh go win the football game. That can work sometimes. But in that kind of element, against the defense that made those kind of adjustments, that was not going to fly for him and the Buffalo Bills. I want our listeners to really put your, your listening ears on strongly and listen to what I'm about to tell y'all about the game of football in certain moments in the game. So – the Kansas City Chiefs had eight explosive plays in that ball game. The Buffalo Bills had zero. So what does that mean, Harry? When you're the Buffalo Bills offensively and you have to methodically work the football down the field every single time that you have it because of the lack of explosive plays, it is humanly impossible right. for anyone in the National Football League every time that they have the football to go eight, 10, 12, 13 play drives just to score a touchdown. At some point within those plays, 
or, or those long drives, right. somebody's going to mess up on the offense. Mm-hmm. Something is not going to go right. Right. And for the Buffalo Bills, and like you mentioned, Freddie, you have to give the Kansas City Chiefs a ton of credit. By not allowing one explosive play, mm-hmm. the Bills had zero. Yeah. But at the same time, when I look at Josh Allen, um, play the game at a very high level, when it got to the point to where you needed the defense to get two stops in the fourth quarter, uh-huh. they got you two stops in the they, fourth quarter. They certainly did, no doubt. You didn't produce. Absolutely. It was not, and I'm not just saying him in general. I'm talking about the Buffalo the offense, Bills right. as a whole. Yeah, because we right? know he's going to take most of the blame, but he wasn't the one dropping a deep route by Stephon Diggs. They came away with zero points. They missed the field goal. But let's go back to from the beginning. Stephon Diggs, who a lot of people deem as a top five receiver in the National Football League, and rightfully so. He wasn't on his A game. Mm-hmm. The first time he touched the football, he fumbled it. And lucky for Dalton Kincaid for, for, for having a heads-up play right. and batting the football, even though it was a penalty, but he had two huge drops. He had a second, I believe, in 12 drop in the middle of the football field, and I don't believe the Bills converted on the third down uh, the n- very next play. Mm-hmm. He had the goal route in which you, in that type of setting, that type of game, right. you got to make that play for your QB. No doubt about that. you got to make it. Because your QB was making plays all over the place the first two and a half to three and a half quarters. Yep. And then in the fourth quarter, other guys were spitting the bit. Let's call it as it is for the Buffalo Bills, despite the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs, they allowed the Buffalo Bills to stay in that game because they started having problems. They were able, I don't know why Sean McDermott decided to go for that fake field goal on fourth down. I know there were no, 10 no, men in the field. Punt. It was a fake I'm punt. sorry, fake punt. Yeah, fake punt. I don't know. That blew I know, my mind. I, I know there were 10 men in the field. I think you make that decision as fourth and one, fourth and one and a half, not fourth and five inside your own 35-yard line, yep. but the defense bailed them out. Yes, when Micah Hyde knocks the ball out of hands of McCole Hardman on that little pop pass inside, he gets to the corner of the end zone, and the ball's knocked out and goes to the back of the end zone. The Buffalo Bills defense, as banged up as they were, did a fantastic job making sure the Kansas City could not acquire more points to extend that lead. So this was, I'm not going to say it was a failure. How about give credit to the team on the other side? Yep. Known as Kansas City because, hey, Buffalo Bills and their fans, you wanted this. If we ever get Patrick Mahomes in our building, we're going to show them what's what. Well, you didn't. Your wide receivers had three different drops. Your offensive coordinator stopped going into the running game to help out your quarterback in the second half when your quarterback is making play after play. When guys had a chance to stand up and make plays, the Buffalo Bills, unfortunately, do we've seen them do in these situations, not make those plays. That's not, that not just on Josh Allen. That's on everybody on both sides of the ball, the Buffalo Bills. Now, Freddie, let me take it to another level, though, because we can't sit up here every year and talk about Josh Allen as an elite quarterback and not say, hey, Josh, I don't care. Find a way. Because when I look at Patrick Mahomes, he finds a way. When I look at a guy named Joe Burrow, he finds a way. Right? So now, Josh Allen, and yes, I understand everything is not your fault. Yeah. But there's a big monkey on your back right now, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then the other small monkey got you last year. It was <laughs> Joe Burrow. So, so, so now you got you got two of them on your back. Right. But really, that Mahomes one, that zero for three in the playoffs against right. Mahomes, mm-hmm. yeah, that 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 that's heavy there. That's yeah. heavy on your back. But you I, you got to find a way, no matter what. And, uh, I, I, to your point, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Two things about what you just said. Number one. I'm really going to be sad when this robbery goes away. I'm really going to be really upset when we don't have it to this level with Patrick Mahomes on one side for Kansas City and Josh Allen on the other side for the Buffalo Bills because last night felt more like Chiefs versus Bills, not quarterback versus quarterback, 
even though they were the headliners. I'm really going to be upset because I wonder how much that window is closing for the Buffalo Bills now. Because there's certain losses you don't get over. That's an organization that takes time to get over. I go back to your Atlanta Falcons. Lost 28-3 to the New England Pages in the Super Bowl. They still haven't recovered from that when it comes to that organization. You want to go back in the past. The catch by Joe Montana into San Francisco 49ers. It mm. took the Cowboys 15 years to recover from that when they lost that ball game until they got Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and Michael Irvin and started that run in the 90s. There's certain losses that it is hard to bounce back from, especially when you're a Bills team that had not been able to beat Kansas City in the playoffs in Kansas City. And last year with all the expectations, they were not able to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals beat them in the snow globe game. There was snow everywhere. And last night, they didn't make any excuses. I give the Bills credit for this. They didn't say we got guys out. They said, look, we got you in our home field. It is our time to right that wrong. It is our time to make sure, Patrick Mahomes, that you ain't escaping out of this building. And you weren't able to do it. And now you got all these decisions to make when it comes to free agency. There's certain times that certain losses will hang with an organization that it takes you a while to get over when your window to be a Super Bowl contender or at least trying to get to a Super Bowl, even getting to a Super Bowl, gets smaller and smaller each and every year for the Buffalo Bills. And, 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 and Freddie, what I mean, I watched those Buffalo Bills fans. They were so dejected. Like, they, they couldn't believe it. Like, the looks on the, on the faces that I walked past and were, and were walking past me and the body language is sunken down and, you know, people yelling in the parking lot because people keep crossing the street and the cars, they want to get out. <laughs> the people won't stop so the cars can get out. Right. The energy spilled over into the parking lot. Uh-huh. But but it's but it's years, right? You talk about the Jim Kelly days, the Super Bowls, not able to get a win. You talk about now, the, in today's t- in today's time, you have the Kansas City Chiefs at your home. It's a, feel like a perfect opportunity for you. It doesn't get done, yeah. and at worst, you're thinking, okay, we have a chance to potentially go in overtime right. and let our field goal kicker. It's not just his fault, mm-hmm. but he played his part in it. But mm-hmm. on the other side, yeah. when I look at that man named Patrick Mahomes who came to play, I look at that man named Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. who's been down a little bit this year. No he doubt. came to play, had his boo boo up there in the stands and everything. Threw it a little hearts, <laughs> threw it a little heart when he I called know. touchdown. That seems to be real, doesn't it? <laughs> Pacheco. Marquez Valdez-Scantley had some big catches, two explosive plays in this game. The Kansas City Chiefs came to play, and they made the plays. And, Freddie, what did I tell you about Terrell Bernard not being in the lineup? That that hurt them. So Travis Kelsey lined up in the backfield, ran a corner route, and you had A.J. Klein trying to guard him. What I I told you, you it wasn't going to happen, right? Because you can't have a guy literally that came off the street like four weeks ago covering a guy that's going to be in the Football Hall of Fame. Now, what what did I post for, um, Saturday, uh, Freddie, about Patrick Mahomes and how he has these sparky runs Absolutely. In, in, in big playoff that games? That one down the left sideline, that big 30-plus nope. yard Com- run. Coming out of halftime, he had another one, right? But a lot of people don't focus on Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and the running ability until big runs like that happen. It always seems to find the right place for him to do those kind of things. Did it versus yep. Miami the week before. And did it last night. Vaughn in Ohio at 888-729-3776. Appreciate you calling us on Freddie and Harry on the call-in line on ESPN Radio. Vaughn, is the Super Bowl window for the Buffalo Bills closed, and why or why not? Well, let me tell you, there's not going to be a Super Bowl in, in Buffalo. Not, 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 not a Buffalo win. I'm sorry, it's just not. We need to quit giving Josh Allen his pass. You know, they the beginning of the game, they were talking about, you know, Peyton Manning and you know, in that rivalry with, you know, come on with him and the Patriots, he has not earned it. 
I'm, and I'm going to tell you honest, if, he, if, if Lamar Jackson would have missed the throws that Allen missed yesterday, we'd be talking, we'd be dogging him right now. Well, how many throws? Hold, hold, hold on a second, Vaughn. I don't mean to interrupt you, but how many throws did he actually miss when it comes to Josh Allen? Because I counted three drops that his wide receivers completely bailed on him. You want to say the last throw towards the end where Chris Jones puts the offensive line into the backfield and made that throw go off target? I might grant you that, but how many throws did he actually really miss yesterday? Well, I will put it in the last drive. In the last drive, there was three back-to-back plays where he threw the ball in the end zone where he should have checked it down to his tight end or his running back for the first down. He had over a minute and a half left. Well, He didn't, he have, didn't have to throw them balls in the end zone. Here's where I disagree with you, Vaughn, because it's easy to say that when you don't have guys 300 pounds chasing you. It's a lot easier to say that when you and I are sitting at home, Harry, and you don't have like Chris Jones and all those guys chasing you trying to make a play down the field. But but I will I will say this: the the touchdown throw he tried to make to Khalil Shakir. Listen, that one's tough, man. When you have your own offensive lineman in your stepping lap. on your foot and you can't really plan into it. But I also have seen Josh Allen and his arm ability make the throw anyway, right? But that's just me nitpicking and saying, hey, f- figure out a way, make it happen. Right now. Those other those other uh, few passes, I would have liked him to to check that ball down. He was going big game hunting, sure. right? Instead of th- thinking in his head, we potentially could have two downs here, or not disagreeing. Th- the most yards that I can gain can help my field goal kicker out, right? Not instead disagreeing. of big game hunting. You yeah, know what I mean? But you know what happens when you play a guy like Patrick Mahomes oh, that it, gets into your mind one hundred percent. And Josh Allen, they they know they bought into, and I'm not making excuses yep. for him. Yeah, find a way to make those kind of plays. But the Buffalo Bills know exactly what they got in their quarterback, that he is going to go big game hunting. They can live with the results one way or the other because they always know he's trying to make a play. Now, can he figure that out the rest of his career? So, you know, at, sometimes I got to take a loss in this play. It's better to be fourth and two instead of fourth and nine. And instead of a 44-yard field goal, I give my field goal kicker a chance to make a 37, 36-yard field goal. Then, you know, we'll see if he can figure that out. So I'm not going to give him a pass on that. But I'm not going to have somebody say, man, he missed so many throws. No, he didn't. He did not miss so many throws. Receivers dropped three of them. Yeah. And by the way, you want to say he missed a throw? How about the throw for the touchdown to Shakir on the corner? Against the guy who had not given up a touchdown pass all year in the corner by the Kansas City Chiefs. And he threw that ball low and outside. That's a throw most guys can't make. That's what you get with Josh Young. You're going to get those big plays sometimes. And other times, Harry, you're going to get him when he steps on his own foot or steps on his team's foot. But that, all those but, things are part and parcel of his whole deal. And, and see, my thing was, you know, when, when you're listening to other people commentate and stuff and they're ranking on the defense of the Buffalo Bills, and I'm saying to myself, because I'm watching this film, well, the defense in the fourth quarter got two stops. Did their job. When the Bills needed it the most. And the offense couldn't come away with any points. Yeah. And they were only down three. Mm-hmm. So the defense got the fumble. Poirier was able to get the fumble. Miko Hartman, if I'm um, if I'm Andy Reid, Miko Hartman ain't playing no more. He's he, he going to have to sit his ass down. He ain't playing no more. But then the next series, five plays, they forced, forced a punt. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the last drive for the Buffalo Bills. But you got to figure out a way to get it done, man, because Patrick Mahomes and company, they're going to their sixth straight a, uh, AFC championship game, and mm-hmm. that is insane. Yeah, put it this way. Whatever happened yesterday – that's what it comes down to. The Chiefs found a way. The Bills did not. Yep. For the third straight time, these two have met in the playoffs. Keep weighing in on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Is that Super Bowl window? When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, can we slam that shut 
or why or why not? Let us know at 888-729-3776, and you'll be heard next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It is a Reggae Monday edition of Harry and Freddie. He's Harry Dogs and Freddie Cohen together on this Freddie Harry edition on the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80. And I tell you, smart speaker to play ESPN radio. I'll throw this question to Harry Douglas before we hear from you at 888-729-3776. Harry, is that Super Bowl window for the Buffalo Bills closed? It's not close, but that bad boy getting close. It's getting close, Freddie, because uh, as I overview just the AFC conference alone, not even talking about the NFL as a whole, I'm thinking about Mahomes. I'm thinking about Lamar Jackson. I'm thinking about Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud. Uh, We know in L.A., Justin Herbert's going to get a new coach. There's just so many quarterbacks, man, Mm -hmm. that you have to go through, and it's a gauntlet. It really is. So it's not looking good on top of Josh Allen. He's going to make, I believe it's $47.1 million million next year. That's a lot of money. Right? So, So now you're starting to dip into the cap and really start to feel that hit from the quarterback position if you're the Buffalo Bills and you have decisions to make. Are we going to keep this player, keep mm-hmm. that player? And, yeah. and, and you got to figure out who you're going to value over who moving forward. You better look at the Kansas City Chiefs and their blueprint because they've shown that they can build around a guy that's going to make a lot of money yep. in Patrick Mahomes. They trust their scouting department, and they've been able to hit on some guys that a lot of people did not see coming. Isaiah Pacheco, for example, almost 100 yards rushing, a seventh-round draft pick out of Rutgers. And they said, that, we need that guy out there more than the guy we drafted in the first round a year before, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They've done a really terrific job, Kansas City, of scouting and finding the right kind of players in a salary cap era where more than ever before, talent evaluations are really going to be as crucial as finding the right quarterback, finding the right coach. you got to make sure you have the right kind of players that are not going to be that much cost in terms of that. They can have a perfect blueprint for the Buffalo Bills. Look at, okay, how's Kansas City done that with their quarterback? 
because they're, they're going to be in the same situation, especially in this offseason regarding their guy. Steve in Alabama at 888-729-3776. Steve, is the Super Bowl window closed for the Bill, Buffalo Bills? Why or why not? I don't think it's closed yet. I kind of agree with Harry. Uh, it's getting close, but as long as you got Josh Allen, you can kind of build around him. So I think they'll be fine. It's just, I mean, you can't really put it all on him either. Like you said, last, he didn't miss the field goal last night. He didn't, uh, and two years ago, he didn't not get the ball back in overtime. So, I mean, I, I don't know what, I mean, he's done a lot. I don't know what else he needs to do, but I feel like he's still got a shot. Well, here's the one thing that Josh Allen can do. When you get to the playoffs, make sure the Kansas City Chiefs aren't there. <laughs> find somebody that can eliminate them before you meet them in the playoffs. Find a way to make sure their bus does not get to the team stadium or the plane doesn't take off, that they got to forfeit the game. Whatever you do, find a way to not play that team in the playoffs. I'm kidding because I don't care. But if you're Josh Allen, this is what happens. You play a guy like that in Patrick Mahomes. You can either make your name or have your name be tarnished if you don't take that guy down because we know what it would have sounded like. Mm-hmm. Had they been finally able to beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City yesterday, we're talking about Josh Allen. He could have played awful, but if they had won that football game. That would not have been part of the narrative because look when Joe Burrow was able to do that with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He beats Patrick Mahomes down twenty-four nothing in the cage known as Arrowhead Stadium. They come back and win that game in overtime. And where's Joe Burrow's name been since? Ever since it got to the point that last year when Patrick Mahomes on one leg, they said, "Man, you can't beat Joe Burrow." Hey, we're playing at home. I don't care. Joe Burrow's already beating you. In the regular season, and, 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 and at that point, Joe Burrow was three and zero versus Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely, right. So, so when Mahomes is the standard, mm-hmm. and you have a quarterback who's able to have success just about every time he plays against them head to head, then yes, if you're Joe Burrow, you're gonna jump the line. You're gonna skip some people who may have been in line ahead of you because you're able to knock off what the standard is. Right. So for Josh Allen now, you got to get to that point, man. Yeah, no like doubt. you're zero and three in the playoffs. I understand you beat him in the regular season, but what we talk about the Cowboys. That damn regular season don't matter once you get into the dance. Because, see, everybody got a chance. And one team we know has had a chance the last six years, that's been the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. What Shannon call him? My homeboy? <laughs> Man, listen here. You better show up and you better be ready. And you better, you better dethrone them when you got the chance. Because yeah. you give them any life, they're going to make you pay. One of our favorites is Kelly in Illinois. Kelly, thanks for calling us, sweetheart, at 888-729-3776. Kelly, is the Super Bowl window for the Bills closed? Why or why not? Hello, my two favorite men. Harry, I want to party with you. I'm from Wisconsin. We do it right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kelly. On a side note, on a side note, really quick, I have the best husband in the world. He picked up pizza, brought it home. Nice. I ate pizza. He put dishes away, did dishes. I went into my Packer cave, watched the game, wasn't bothered one time. Wow. I love him. That's a good man. But, yes, he knows. He, he didn't come anywhere near my room. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you, the Bills, don't fix what isn't broken. Run the ball. You're getting four and five runs. Run the ball. Short passes. Don't try to always go for the end zone. Is there a window open? Is there a window closing? You know, when you get in a draft and you kind of just crack a window a little bit, oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I love me. And I love me. I love love that quarterback. But I hope he does. I really hope he does go this and go. So, so I, I think now when I, when I look at the Buffalo Bills, 
Brandon Beam, their their general manager. Mm-hmm. I think a lot is going to start being on him and his staff, Absolutely. right? To figure things out, what pieces that we need. Let's look at some. Let let's review what the Detroit Lions did and and what their plan were. It's okay to look at other people and see what they do, especially Absolutely. if they're having success. That's a good point. Detroit Lions are going to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Let's see how San Francisco has been able to do it for all these years in a row. Baltimore Ravens, another the Baltimore prime Ravens. Right. And I think you start to figure out what teams are valuing mm-hmm. when it comes to the layer, the, 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 the baseline of your team. And you go from there. I just wonder how much of that loss last night could set this organization back when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Well, according to what I've seen from them fans. Okay. Oh. Listen, they was hurt, man. And no lie, Freddie, we went back to um, we went back to the bar after the game to Potter's Field. Right. What and, was and no that lie. like? No. So I immediately. Made an announcement. Everybody in the bar. And I told him, I said, I know y'all are upset right now. I, 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 I promise you I did. I said, I know everyone in this bar is upset right now. But understand, this is also just a game. We have life. You're breathing. And this one lady, man, she was like, I'm so glad you said that because you're, you're right. But I was just trying to take some pressure off right, at the time. Right. You too. Nah, I don't want to hear that. No, I'm, I'm a Bills say, fan. I don't want to hear to, that. I'm about to we say. We just lost. Here you go, coming out here as an outsider, coming up here <laughs> from Atlanta, talking about everything's going to be all right. I don't care about the big picture. I'm not trying to put everything in the proper context. I'm hurt. Don't ask me if I'm okay, Harry. I'm well, hurt. They, well, they all look, felt better after that. Look, I'm looking over here at Christine Lisi right now. Well, almost 24 hours later, she's still hurt. And you getting on the mic talking to those people is hurt. It's fine. It's not fine, don't Harry. Be, hey, don't be dragging Christine Lisi, Shannon. Yeah. To your rant when the Buffalo Bills aren't even your team. I need Miss Christine on the mic. Exactly. Yeah, everybody doesn't get to, you know, cherish life and wake up every morning. So I was just trying to let them know, like, hey, you're breathing, man. You, okay. you, you're healthy. You're good. Uh, Christine Lisa, you're part of Bill's Mafia. What do you have to say about what the right Reverend Harry Douglas had to say to the congregation about the sun's gonna come up tomorrow? Everything's going to be fine. It is. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be all right. This is awful. Um, and I know it's just football for some people, but... Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's, a, it's a way of life in Buffalo. Yeah, we are so... I explained it on Mike's show uh, last week, but like we're so connected. Like The community and the team, and you you saw that, especially last year and this year, too, even with all the people you know, removing all that snow, like walking to the mm-hmm. stadium so they could play their part because it was important to them. And it is just a game, and, and it will get better. And I just uh, – Deion Dawkins said today, he's like, don't don't lose hope. Good. You got it. And I've been a fan forever because I'm old. <laughs> and I old. just – and it it is who I am. Like, if you – anybody who's a sports fan can relate to this. If you are a fan and you take your worst moment and you are able to walk away, God bless you because I can't. <laughs> I sit through <laughs> 6 and 10 and 4 and 12 and 5 and 11 mm-hmm. for a good part of my life, and I'm still here screaming every September, October, November, December, and hopefully deep into January. Right. And I just I – can't, I can't quit them. And it's just – it will be okay. And if I can say one thing, sure. anybody going after T-Bass on this, you need to check yourself. You know how that goes, though. I do, but mm-hmm. – Come on, man. Mm-hmm. It's a game. And he's, he, everybody tries. And sometimes, to quote the great Joe Torrey, the other team's just better that day. And just yep. accept it. Yeah. Well said. Yep. What you got there, Reverend? Any rebuttal? No, 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 no. Because my buddy pointed this out to me. He told me before the game, he said, I want you to look when we ride around Buffalo at the businesses, right? Right. And he said, now imagine what this place is going to be like 
if we win today. And after the game where they didn't win and we was riding around, there were bars that are a lot of people's favorite bars closed down because they had loss. Wow. So think about the revenue loss too, like mm-hmm. from Absolutely. business owners because the Bills lost that football game and it and it, it it didn't dawn on me until he pointed it out. And the night before we go to a couple spots and it's packed out and uh, people excited for the game and, and, right. and just a, a night later yeah. for it to look like a ghost town because yep. the Bills had lost mm-hmm. told me everything and how much it actually means to the people of Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills are a pro team in a college town. I'm not saying that to be, you know, as a shade. That's what it is. It is a college rabbit atmosphere because that is their team and that team reflects their city. Good, bad, right, wrong, up, down, whatever. They are so connected with everybody on that team and that team is connected with everybody in that area when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. And, and I'll tell Miss Christine this. I, I have a, another level of respect for Bills Mafia. I really do. Being able to to, to, to spend that time with them Mm -hmm. this weekend and just seeing how much they just love sports, period, but love, you know, their town and their their city. Right. And 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 proud of it. And they they embrace it. Like that that's everything. If if every sports town was like that, oh man. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm telling you now. Except for the guys throwing snowballs at the players after the game was over. Those yahoos don't need to be a part of that Bills Mafia (laughs) as far as that goes. Ben in St. Louis at 888-729-3776 on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Ben, is the Super Bowl window closer to the Buffalo Bills? Why or why not? First of all, what's up, FDH? Uh, FCHD. There we go. I love What's you guys' good? show, man. Much love back man, to you. Man, the window ain't the window ain't closed. The damn building is gonna get torn down. <laughs> wow. It's gone. Wow. Two songs. Hey, two songs come to mind when I think about uh, the Buffalo Bills and them and them boys, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh-oh. Johnny Matthews and Denise Williams. Yes, it's over. <laughs> All in a day. And Luke, and and the second song, the second song is Luther Vandross. Every year at playoff time, you see other teams laughing. Cowboys crying every year at playoff time. <laughs> Ben, you ain't right. But <laughs> well, he's not wrong. He's not lying. No <laughs> lies are detected. Oh man. Oh, he went old school R and B there. He did. Luther on one side and he did. Denise Williams and Johnny Mathis on the other side. Keep weighing <laughs> in. Is the Bill Super Bowl window closed? We want to continue to hear from you on the Freddie and Harry calling line at Triple H say ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. And same with a team that's still alive in the playoffs. Are the Lions now the sentimental favorites to win the Super Bowl? Mainly because their coach believes that they are built for this. That's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is a reggae Monday version of Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. In three minutes, give or take a minute or two, you're going to find out who said this. You're built for this. You're built for this, man. When it comes to the Detroit Lions about to play the San Francisco 49ers, that comes your way in a couple of minutes. But talk about a team being connected with a city that's gone through heartbreak, and now they're hoping that their heartbreak is over when it comes to the Detroit Lions. They have not won an NFL championship since 1957. They've never played in the Super Bowl. The last time the NFC Championship game was 32 years ago in 1991 before they got the brakes beaten off and by the then Washington Redskins. We know how people, Harry, in certain situations – in sports, 
in the great old United States of America loves sentimental stories. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's no bigger sentimental story than the Detroit Lions. Could you see casual Joe and Josephine fan making the Lions sentimental favorites to not only get to the Super Bowl for the first time, but to win their first world championship since 1957? But I think it's also because of the way the Detroit Lions play the game of football, right? They have a lot of young players on their football team. Uh, but when you're coached up by former pros and guys that have played the game at a high level, you have a head coach that believes in you and he continuously, you know, instills that in you. Right. And you have a GM in Brad Holmes and the vision was there when he first got the job. And now you're seeing the fruits of the vision that him and Dan Campbell actually had. I'm just, you know, replaying that game in my mind. I'm thinking about rookie Jameer Gibbs. You know how electrifying he is. Amon Ross St. Brown. People, you got to remember, he's only in his third year. Yeah. And look how comfortable he is on the football field and how much, you know, he demands the football without demanding the football because he's so excellent in his route running. He's so dependable. You can count on him in the biggest moments, right? And then you see that ball game. It's a 17-17 ball game, right? That's when Jameer Gibbs hit that run. But then you, you get the ball back. And your offense and Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson, they say, you know what? We want to try to put it away right here. And then you go on a nice drive, and it's finished with a wheel route by Amar Ross St. Brown, right? Right. So it's just their mentality. And they're not the greatest defensively. Trust me, I know it, because their secondary gets ate up left and right. Yeah, Baker Mayfield had a time for a little bit against them. When that football team, when they have to put you away and they need things to be done, they're led by Jared Goff, their quarterback. Yeah, you speaking of that with Jared Goff, 11 to 12, 131 yards and one touchdown in the fourth quarter. They looked at him and said, you can win this game. You know why? Because I'm your coach, Dan Campbell, because you're built for this. You're built for this. You're built for this, man. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the way – it's another f***ing high team that we knocked off. It's the next high team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win this league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two. All right? That's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. That must be amazing if you're a player in that team. Whether you're Amon Ross St. Brown, completely underdrafted in the fourth round. Mm -hmm. Or if you're Jared Goff, that was given up by the Los Angeles Rams. They moved on from you and they draft. They bring in Matthew Stafford. They win the Super Bowl. Or just by anybody else in that team that did not get the respect that they felt they deserved, either playing in college or they played for a different team in the National Football League. You got a guy like that that always has your back, that no matter what happens, he'll run through a wall for you before he has you run through a wall for him. I can't even imagine what that has been like for this Lions team on this playoff run that has gotten to the NFC Championship game and maybe the sentimental favorite to win the Super Bowl. The word trust means everything, Freddie, in life across the board. But when you're a player – and you know your coach has your back 110% and you trust him, you're going to go out there and leave it all on the football field. Mm-hmm. The third and one call that they made to the tight end, did a little sneak route to the left and wide open. Then on fourth and goal from the one, no hesitation. Exactly. Listen, Dan Campbell and Ben Johnson, they, hasn't, they haven't hesitated all year long to make these decisions. right? But it's also – the, the, the simple fact that you have one organization in the, in the Detroit Lions who have plans over and over again for those situations mm-hmm. versus uh, Los Angeles Chargers who had Brandon Staley and yeah. you felt like he was just going for it just to go for it because it was cute to do. That's a good right? point. I, I think it's a big difference when the Detroit Lions do it and 
Ben Johnson is so good, and they have a handful of plays on deck, right? If this situation comes. So situational football. Mm -hmm. I think they're really good at situational football, and it shows every time they play on Sundays. You know why? By the Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Because you never have to worry about the Detroit Lions not having an adult in the room. Certain teams, when you talk about you're built for this, he could almost be saying that to himself. He does not mind being the adult in the room. Certain coaches try to fool you, try to pizzazz you, try to wow you. Dan Campbell's like, look, this who we is. <laughs> How you handle that is up to you. But he does not mind. Even that first press conference, and even the press conference yesterday when somebody talked about, you know, back then, you're about biting kneecaps and people wondering if you were the guy for this job. What, you know, what do you say about where you are now? He goes, maybe it was one of you. Maybe it was you that said that. But you know what? To each their own. He didn't mind being the adult in the room to say, I heard what you guys said, but that was not going to change how I was going to make this work for this football team in Detroit. It's going to be a lot of fun when you got championship weekend. Detroit versus San Francisco on one side, and then you got Kansas City on the other side taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. Two people going to get called out in five minutes. Number one, Harry Douglas, and number two, Purdy. Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback. The truth will set us free next on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.